0: This is a podcast from the children's radio station, Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio in London or online at funkidslive.com.
1: Marina Ventura's Ocean Adventure, supported by the Natural Environment Research Council, the science of the natural world. Welcome back, ocean explorers. Today, I'm sailing around the coast of Cornwall in the Celtic Sea, finding out how the weather affects our oceans and we're hoping for some stormy stuff. Brilliant! That's what we want! Storms are very interesting to marine biologists because of the effect they have on the sea life. Or rather, the tiniest sea life of all. Phytoplankton, the smallest plants in the ocean. Hang on, just need to zip up my waterproofs. It's blowing a gale here. Caw! It's windy enough to blow your socks off like any other plant phytoplankton needs two things to live sunlight and nutrients whilst there is plenty of sunlight in the warm surface water the nutrients or food that phytoplankton need are in the colder deeper water you might think they could just swim down to the food but remember phytoplankton are plants and so are mostly just carried around by the currents what makes it even harder for them is that in the region between the cold and warm layers called the thermocline The water temperature changes rapidly and can prevent the mixing of nutrients from the deep water into the warmer surface water. It's like breaking through a watery wall. Here's the clever bit about storms. A pulse of strong winds at the sea surface can add enough turbulence into the water to mix some deep nutrients through the thermocline. And that means dinner time for the phytoplankton. And the more turbulence there is, the more food is swished about and so the more phytoplankton there is. And where there are lots of phytoplankton, you get lots of something else. Lots of things that eat them. Small sea life like krill are attracted to these enormous sea buffets. In turn, fish arrive to snack on the krill and then larger sea life to eat those. We also benefit from more fish swimming around in our seas as that means more fish to eat with chips. Yum! So that's why storms can be sensational. More food all round. How cool is that? Let's get Map App out and hear about some great storm chasing facts. I must clear out my bag when I get back on shore. I don't remember packing all these sun hats. No use today. Ah, oh, here it is.
0: Hello. Wow, what a gale.
1: Yes, but we're learning how handy the weather can be for sea life.
0: Well, here's a great fact. You'll need to stay awake for it, though. (sighs) Research at sea isn't for sleepy heads. Once the sun is up, sunlight starts the process of photosynthesis in the tiny phytoplankton. This means a chemical reaction is underway and can spoil the results of experiments. As a result, marine biologists have to get up as early as 2 o'clock in the morning to scoop up samples in the dead of night, before the plankton has woken up.
1: Amazing! Well, I'm off below deck to dry off, and that's all for today, but join us next time for more fun at sea. Toodle-piff, adventurers! Marina Ventura's Ocean Adventure, a Fun Kids production in association with the Natural Environment Research Council, the science of the natural world.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio in London or online at FunkidsLive.com. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. (laughs) This is Saving Planets Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.